On today's show, Dodge says the demon sucks more than the Hellcat. Hyundai reveals the all-new Elantra GT. And AM General says contract manufacturing is likely to become more common in the U.S. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the automotive industry. We all know the names of famous sports stars and celebrities. Well, in the automotive industry, the celebrities are the executives who are either climbing the corporate ladder or who are cleaning out their desk. And the latest change involves the head of Daimler Trucks, Wolfgang Bernard. At one time, he was seen as the heir apparent to succeed Dieter Zetsche as CEO of Daimler. However, Germany's Der Spiegel magazine reports he's leaving the company because his chances of taking over the top spot have faded. The company's head of R&D, Ola Kalenius, is now likely to lead the company once Zetsche retires. Some of you may remember Bernard from his days at Daimler Chrysler. He made headlines during the 2003 Detroit Auto Show when he rode out on the wild Dodge Tomahawk motorcycle concept that featured a Viper engine. Speaking of Mercedes, the automaker is showing off a pretty wild-looking Metris van in Chicago. The van was done by Mercedes' Master Solutions upfitting program and features gull-wing side doors to access the back of the van, which houses toolboxes, shelves, racks, and even has a tile floor. I'm not sure how many workers would want to show up on a site with a van that looks like this, but it does highlight just how far you can go with the van. And Mercedes could sure use a little extra excitement for the Metris. It sold less than 500 last month in the U.S. Is Dodge the current king of stretching a model as far as possible? It's offering yet another variation of the Challenger. This time, it's a limited edition model to celebrate the 80th anniversary of the Mopar brand. Two two-tone paint jobs will be available, one black and blue and the other black and silver. And the Mopar 392 logo is actually hand-painted on. Of course, that 392 is in reference to the 6.4-liter 392 Hemi engine lurking under the hood, which is fed by the Mopar brand's shaker hood package. There are a number of other bits and pieces plucked from the Hellcat and a host of custom interior touches. And there's even a special owner's kit that comes in a custom Mopar box. Only 80 examples of the Mopar 17 Dodge Challenger will be made, and they go on sale in the second quarter of this year with a price of about $56,000, not including destination charges. And while we're on the subject of the Challenger, we're getting our next little tidbit on the Demon. While the Hellcat flows an amazing 30,000 liters of air a minute, which could suck a room clean in the same amount of time, something tells us that the Demon will move even more air. The new functional air grabber cold air intake hood is the largest ever installed on a production vehicle. A larger air box is needed and is sealed and ducted to the hood scoop. The two inner headlamps, which still light up, are functional air catchers as well. You'll remember the Hellcat only has one. Add it all up and the Demon team dropped the inlet air temperature by more than 30 degrees compared to the Hellcat. We'll be getting more details on the Demon as it leads up to its New York Auto Show debut. Still to come, a look at some of the highlights from the Chicago Auto Show. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. 
Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. And by Yen Feng, experience in motion. Nissan expanded its Titan pickup line with the introduction of the King Cab body to go along with the crew and single cab configurations. The King Cab is available for both the half-ton and Titan XD versions. It seats up to six people and features a six and a half foot bed. And for commercial buyers, there's a rear seat delete option that gets rid of the rear seats and ducts and adds a flat floor instead. The Nissan Titan King Cab models go on sale this spring. Hyundai took the wraps off the Elantra GT. Based on the i30 model sold in Europe, the hatchback is lower, wider, and longer than the previous version. It comes standard with a 2-liter 4-cylinder that can be mated to a 6-speed automatic or manual transmission. But if you're looking for some more power, you can opt for the GT Sport, which comes with a 1.6-liter turbo under the hood and cranks out 201 horsepower. That engine can be mated to a 6-speed manual or a 7-speed dual-clutch transmission. It's also available with the latest infotainment and connectivity features. The Hyundai Elantra GT arrives in dealer showrooms this summer. Toyota is giving the Tundra and Sequoia a light massage for the 2018 model year. Both will receive some updated styling, which includes new grills, bumpers, and headlights. And the folks at Toyota Racing Development have come up with a new TRD Sport grade for the big trucks. There are a number of cosmetic enhancements inside and out. And to improve driving performance, Bilstein shocks and TRD front and rear sway bars were added. The new Tundra and Sequoia will show up in dealer showrooms in September. Contract manufacturing is common in Europe, but not so much in the U.S. But that could be about to change. We'll have more about that right after this. Lear Connexus is the new application suite in vehicle connectivity designed to deliver over-the-air software updates and more from Lear Corporation's eSystems, leaders in power and data management. AM General is one of the most unique automotive companies in the U.S., being the only full-scale contract manufacturer in the country. Builds everything from the Humvee for the military to the R-Class for Mercedes and a purpose-built wheelchair-accessible vehicle called the MV1. On Autoline this week, we're joined by the CEO of the company, Andy Hove, and in the following clip, he explains why contract assembly could become more common in the U.S. We certainly feel the data that we look at um, it certainly indicates that there is a growing demand for independent contract manufacturing in North America. And, and, and Certainly, it will be for opportunity, you know, not, I don't think, in hundreds of thousands of vehicles, but, you know, 50,000, 100,000 um, vehicles at, at a pop is, is meaningful. And particularly if you look at niche products, and where we're differentiated is in building, you know, vehicles of the size of a, of a SUV or a light, light pickup truck. Um, it, the, the, the commercial plant that we use is the one that was built for the H2, so from a volume perspective, we, we're able to do large vehicles in, in our plant. Um, so what would your capacity be? I mean, you have the, you have the contract with Mercedes now, let's say that continues on and they give you a new vehicle, and then another OEM says, hey Andy, I'd like you to uh, build X number of these for us. 
Well, the, uh, the, the study that we've done is we're, we'd be upwards of about 70,000 units a year. Uh, and it would depend on the specific uh, vehicle that we would be doing. But, I, but we, we have uh, laid out our final assembly capability in a way that we can actually do both body on frame and body frame integral vehicles on the same trim line. To learn more about AM General, you can watch that entire interview right now on our website, autoline.tv, or just look for it on our YouTube channel. That's it for today. Thanks for watching. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you right back here again on Monday. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.